Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Good morning. This is News Talk 1130 WISN, the Retirement Clinic. On the air every Saturday at 10 o'clock, also on WIBA in Madison. Today's show hosts, Joe Still and Marie McFarland from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. And Joe, good morning. Good morning, Paul. Marie, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Good morning. Thank you. I'm excited. These two voices, obviously familiar to our listeners. You do the market updates Monday through Friday. Uh, Joe, those air on WIBA as well. Correct. And uh, Marie, do... Those updates, uh, you get a minute. Yes, uh, <laughs> a quick minute. <laughs> a quick minute to update us with all the important business news of the day. And then, of course, we get an hour every weekend. We focus, Joe, on retirement, and marie but this show also, uh, we've got a special topic today, I guess, and I'll let you introduce that. Uh, before we get to any of that, I want to mention all your locations around town. As Jeff Kowal says, the world headquarters in Waukesha. Uh, located in Ozaki County in Port Washington. In Madison, Madison, you've got your Middleton office, Phoenix, Arizona, and of course the newest address is in Racine, thekowalway.com for more information, all over social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. But Joe, I'm going to ask you about today's show. You've got a topic. Yeah, Marie and I are very excited to uh, be here today to talk about some of those questions that have come up in almost every client meeting uh, we've had in the last few weeks, in the last few months, during, you know, I'll call it kind of all of this COVID craziness. And um, we have a couple of things we want to discuss today that have been on the minds of our clients and very important topics on the minds of our clients. And the one that has, the one question that every single client has asked about in the reviews over the last um two months is the election and not a surprise what happens if there is a change in the white house and how is that going to affect my portfolio and i've gotten this question a lot too what is plan b do you get the question what if there isn't a change in the white house and trump stays for another four years do we assume status quo because wall street's been pretty friendly to president trump correct most people aren't necessarily worried about that and it's the other side. It's the other side. Okay. And, you know, it's, you know, with the, the social media today and how fast information gets out, and it doesn't have to be accurate information, there's a, a lot of fear in our clients right now about if there is a change in the White House and there are policy changes, you know, our taxes going up. What do I do with my investments? Do I, do we sell and, and go to cash and, and get very conservative? Remember when COVID first hit, Marie, those questions were also, it, what do we do now that the market's down? What was it down at, at the worst? 27, 30%. Okay, 30% mm -hmm. down. Do we go to cash? I'm sure you got those questions. Yeah, we got a lot of questions like that. And I think this is extremely similar. Um, it's truly, Joe and I are going to talk about deciphering emotions versus strategy. Truly, that's what it comes down well, to. Well, and the election's got a lot of raw emotions on both sides of the aisle. That's There's no doubt about that, Joe. Right. COVID, same thing there. It's like now that school is starting up again, the mask policy. There, I don't recall a time in my 30 years on the radio, outside of post-9-11 for a brief time, where there's so much 
uh, divisiveness, I guess, on, right. on both right. sides. There's a right. lot of uncertainty. I mean, uncertainty, that's a good word. The economy and in general, just a lot of uncertainty. And so so what do you tell these clients? And the, great question. And <laughs> it's interesting because clients are saying, I think this time is different. And that's what we kind of want to explore. Uh, we had a, a really nice presentation that was sent to us uh, from one of our investment partners. And it really explores the historical significance of presidential elections and how has that affected the markets? And uh, and I think Marie's going to kick it off with a couple of, of points around um, how have the markets performed under a Democrat, under a Republican? Yeah, perfect. So as Joe mentioned, this is a concern that we've heard often. Um, and so I wanted to go through a few truths regarding the markets and who's in office. Um, the first one, the markets have performed well under both parties. So um, I think that's an important statement to make and then the supporting material to it. So truly, it really hasn't mattered long term who's in the office as the markets have and will remain resilient. Um, And that's, you know, over the long period of time, that's the matter of fact. That's where emotions come into play, Marie. They make, well, wait, wait a minute. I thought, and then you think back, no, the Clinton years were pretty good. The economy was humming along, right? Right. Uh, if you're under 35 years old, you don't recall anything before Clinton, probably, maybe Bush. And then you look at Obama years. Okay, things are pretty good. The economy is going okay. Right. Yep. And I think, um, so I looked at some of the stats. The S&P 500 index has averaged annually return of approximately 11% over the last 75 years. And that's through the Democratic and Repo- Republican administrations. I think that's a powerful point. Um, so truly neither party can really claim superior economic or financial market performance. The market really doesn't care over the long term who's the president. So and history um, would bear the, those facts. Yeah. Those are just facts. I think there's other things we can talk about, social policy and things like that. Well, that's a different story. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think another thing to think um, or we like stress is that um, everybody says this time is different. And that's truly I mean, this is different. But at the same time, every time, probably over the last 70 years, five, five years, everybody said this time is different. Um, another important truth I wanted to share is investors are better off staying fully invested. Um, this is a another extremely important fact in that. It's easy to let emotions and fear take over and want to make a decision based on whatever's driving, you know, whether it's the election or COVID or whatever is driving those emotions and fears. It's easy to make a decision based on that. But truly, as long as you're um, sticking to your portfolio and the plan that you have in place, you shouldn't let the fear and the emotions take over. Easier said than done, right, So true. That's why you called us. (laughs) Uh, Give Um, the anxiety to the Cowell Investment Group. They'll be happy to take it. So so I can add a little bit to that. So a lot of the meetings we've been having, you know, that's a, a very hot topic. Are we doing anything from an investment standpoint ahead of the election and what we're saying is we're we're talking more about the asset allocation and kind of risk and how the client's feeling, and do we need to adjust that allocation? We are not going to get in the business of trying to make investment changes based on what we think will happen. A huge, huge mistake for the average investor. I'm going to pull everything out because, you know, Joe Biden's going to get in office and the socialist agenda is going to you know, get um, put in place and taxes are going up. 
Um, that's just a prediction that that's you're just a prediction. And now, OK, let's advance it to the day after the election. Let's just hypothetically say Biden is elected. Even that being said, you, you don't make any harsh, rash decisions that day when your no. emotions are running high. Right. Correct. Right. We've already planned for that. You should have planned for it. Right. Correct. That's the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, so going back to it doesn't matter what party goes gets in if you stay fully invested um i saw a stat that over the last 120 years if you stay full stayed fully invested you performed better than somebody who's gone in and out of the market based on emotions or what's happening um and the graph showed that partisan portfolio so people who took money out based on whoever was elected in um were underperforming by millions millions of dollars based compared to the same person that kept it invested no matter who was in office going back to and that doesn't mean you're making you're not making changes marie but you're not getting out 100 percent and going to cash correct I'll, I'll equate that to um youth sports and let's say something happens in your son or daughter's game and you get really emotional and you want to talk to that coach or that umpire the, the rule is always wait 24 hours before you say anything. We've all seen the YouTube videos of parents acting yeah. like foolish idiots yeah. at their kids' games. What an example that sets. Yeah. They're basing it on raw, knee-jerk reaction. Right. This just happened. I'm mad. People, the kids. People do the same thing with their investments. No, if it's a Packers game, that's justified. <laughs> Very. <laughs> it's okay that he react. Right. Sometimes it, it you need to get that information out, and yeah. you, you know you need to release that stress. I think but, Ma- Marie yeah. mentioned earlier too social media, or maybe Joe said it. One of you said a lot of misinformation is out there right now. We must be very careful about that. Where are you getting your facts? Yeah, I think that's a very important statement. And um, I also wanted to mention. I think obviously fear is what people talk about. Um, And so I think it's okay to have those emotions, those knee-jerk emotions, but truly call your advisor. I mean, these are great opportunities to have the conversations. And like you mentioned, you were talked off the ledge by Jeff. I think that's a powerful thing. And sometimes just having a conversation with somebody who's in this day in and day out, you get a better, clear understanding of what really is going on. Take, for example, had I just got out my 401k plan. Now I'm 54 years old. That would have been a massive mistake based on Pure emotion. Yeah, because when would you have gotten back in? Yeah, and that's mistiming the market <laughs> yeah. entirely. That's Correct. So I know it's hard to at the time, uh, but having that discussion, sitting down with your advisor. Before we take a break, I just I want to mention something, Joe and Marie. we got a lot of show coming up. In fact, Aaron Kowal and the Boss Minute is coming up for business owners, their savings and retirement. There is something going on this Wednesday that we need to mention, and it's an Aurora webinar. This Wednesday is August 19th. Boy, that's hard to believe already. It is. That's crazy. It's mid-August. So this Wednesday, the 19th, starts at 6 p.m. What's going on, Marie? Correct. So we've been hosting complimentary educational webinars for Aurora employees because they're having a change to their retirement plan. We want to educate them on their options. Um, So like you had mentioned, our next webinar is this Wednesday, August 19th at 6 p.m. And you can register for that at our website, thecowalway.com. You click on the Aurora banner and on our homepage, it'll give you also our phone number to call 262-522-4040. And we can get you signed up that way as well. And it's for Aurora employees mainly, right? Or past employees, correct. If you have an Aurora um, retirement plan. Uh, a lot going on there almost on a daily basis in your market updates. Joe, you mentioned the Aurora employees that you're there to help them. 
Right. They they have some options, and we want to make sure that they clearly understand those options and they choose the option that makes the most sense for them. And we can help them through that that consultative process. Is the best way to register or the only way on the website, Marie, can we call the office? With you can call the office, too, as well. Um, okay. Call the office, let them know you want to join the webinar, um, and they'll get you signed up right away. So the number for the COAL Investment Group, the retirement specialist, is 262-522-4040, 262-522-4040, or you can go right online and register. It's this Wednesday at 6 p.m. If you know of Aurora employees or families, uh, relatives, you got friends, make sure they know about it this Wednesday night. Um, check it out online at the COAL Way. Dot com With Marie McFarlane and Joe Still from the Coal Investment Group, I'm Paul Cronforst. A quick break on WISN's Retirement Clinic, also in Madison on WIBA, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. All businesses experience ups and downs and twists and turns. Owning your own business is no exception to a roller coaster ride of internal and external issues. And tumultuous times can send your business into crisis mode. Oftentimes, small businesses don't have the same cushion of brand recognition or financial resources as larger organizations do. That's why it's important to take precautions to safeguard your business. First, take the time to review your routines and costs. Cut out everything that is unnecessary and look for opportunities to increase revenue. Next, understand your customers' needs. If they're experiencing difficult times as well, put yourself in their shoes. Their immediate needs may have changed, so companies need to pivot and tailor their approach to that. Small businesses must be flexible and innovative to stay competitive. It is also important to stay in front of your customers. People won't know you're open for business if you're not present. Explore multiple ways you can offer your services to customers. Be comfortable financially in times of uncertainty. Be frugal and reduce risk. Ensure that you are well supported and develop a financial safety net. Having a safety net might seem like a personal financial tip, but it's just as important for small business. And of course, prioritize communication. Ensure clear communication both internally and externally. Communication is, is a vital piece of any business. The last thing you want is your employees and or customers feeling left in the dark. These are just a few things that can be done to safeguard your business when life takes unexpected turns. If you need help planning for your business, give our office a call at 262-522-4040 or visit us at thekowalway.com. WISN and WIBA with Joe Still and Marie McFarland from the Kowal Investment Group. Just to pat yourself on the back a little bit, you guys, you have been recently announced for 2020 to the Financial Times Top 400 Advisors, Barron's Top Financial Advisor list for 2020, and that's going back consecutive years all the way to 2014. The Milwaukee Biz Times, Future 50, Jeff Kowal has been doing this a long time. You know, we started this show the week after 9-11 happened, 2001. Wow. Yeah. And we're talking about what if the unexpected happens with COVID, with the election coming up. So a lot of material to cover on today's program. And Joe Marie made the point, despite who's in office, Democrats or Republican, history shows the markets um, react favorably to both. And, and you might not think that. You might be a Republican and say that can't be right. true. Right. It's been a losing proposition for investors to change their investments based on who's in office. Um, and another point I wanted to make on this particular topic 
we talked a little bit about it earlier. You know, clients are asking if a you know progressive candidate gets into office, are they radically going to going to make policy changes and legislative changes that are going to really really negatively affect the economy and my portfolio? And that just hasn't happened in the past. And but a lot of people you know, when it was happening in the past, predicted that, you know, bad things would happen if, if this certain, you know, items get passed. And, and so typically the signature legislative accomplishments are infrequent and the impact is not always as expected. And in the example in our, in our last two presidents would be, first of all, the Affordable Care Act um, under the Obama administration. The predictions were that it would destroy small business hiring. And since 2010, we have seen uh, 8.6 million jobs in small business. So that just didn't happen. So, again, the theme, don't be extremely fearful um, of things happening that, you know, probably won't happen. Of predictions, I should Joe, say. Joe, when I grew up, um, we didn't have social media. We had the newspaper twice a day back then, the journal in, or the Sentinel in the morning, journal in the afternoon, locally. You had local news, three networks, and that was it. There was no cable news. And I'm talking growing up as a teen and then college. There was so much information coming at us 24-7. Cable TV, the talking heads on TV, talk radio, shows like this. Then you've got social media. And I'll add that in, Marie, because I think a lot of the fear comes from things we may just see on Facebook that are opinions. Right. Twitter, LinkedIn. I mean, everywhere you look. As so-and-so spouts off on Twitter, it's going to be a news item. Right. And big pieces of legislation um, don't typically happen too often. Yeah. You know, each president might have one big piece that that they pass through uh, when they're in office. And the predictions are, are, you know, typically not correct. And the other example in the the current administration – you know, the, the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, the prediction was it was going to accelerate business investment, capital investment. And that just hasn't happened. Capital investment has gone down. Now, one of the reasons for that might be the fact that last year a lot of businesses were very un, unsure on the trade war and how that was going to affect their business. So they stopped, you know, investing. But still, it was a prediction that never came true. So we're not... It does not make sense to make investment changes based on what you think might happen. Based on predictions. Based on predictions. Would it be smart to make investment decisions based on facts after they happened? Absolutely. But let it sit in and absorb. Don't just do it. Like we said, within. what did you say back to the Little League game? Give yourself 24 hours? Right. Do not make an emotional decision. Um, And, you know, the key is, too, to, to give our office a call. If you don't have a retirement plan in place, Call us, 262-522-4040. Get on the schedule. We'll go through and help you put a really good plan together for retirement, a really good plan together for your investments. And I talked with um, uh, some new clients this week about, um, you know, putting that plan together to give them peace of mind. I might have a proposal that I put in front of a client that is a certain allocation that I think is perfect for them if they can't sleep at night. It's not the right allocation. So we need to you know, think about that. So the next topic is, as, as Paul said earlier, preparing for the unexpected. 
and and this has come about recently with the layoffs from the the COVID pandemic. And if this happened to you, if you were laid off and you were nearing retirement, maybe it it pushed you to to determine do I want to take retirement now? And I know Marie's got a a, a great topic or article to talk about through through yeah. this topic. Yeah, this has been a um, something we've noticed in our office. Lately, um, obviously, locally, larger, larger organizations have done major layoffs, and it's caused early forced retirements. And I found this article at Kipling, Kiplinger's. Um, it said, making the best of a forced retirement. And I thought that was pretty powerful um, because I've had people come in, and it's an abrupt um, something that you didn't expect and maybe hadn't thought about before. Um, and again, going back to planning pieces, making sure you have your retirement plan in place, it's something we could have planned for in advance. Um, but I noticed the in the article it mentioned steps to take to help process and go through the unexpected layoff or the forced um, going into early retirement. So I wanted to share one stat um, I found. It's Allianz Life Survey. It said more than 50% of Americans are forced out of the workforce earlier than they had planned. I thought that was a powerful number. I mean, that's pretty high. I never would have guessed that. And I think just thinking from our own planning perspectives and when I think of retirement, I'm like, oh, 30 years from now, I'll retire from the same place. I'll get that big cake, have that party, walk out with my head held high, like my box of stuff, you know, blissful into retirement. And I can't imagine thinking that and then being, you know, blindsided by saying, hey, you have six months or two weeks to make a decision on this retirement, um, but you're no longer employed here. That, that is an unbelievable stat. Yeah, and fifty percent. And yeah. the way you said it, Marie, kind of just kind of that. It, when you envision yourself walking out your last day, you do have something in your mind. It's probably where you currently work. The fact is, most people change jobs. I think every seven years, right? Yeah, now for sure. Yes, that's and, more common. Maybe it was different. Again, I think people had more, and employers probably had more loyalty, if that's what you want to call it. Back in the day, Joe, right? It right. wasn't uncommon for somebody to work at Briggs or Harley for thirty years. Yep. Yeah, and I think when you think of being forced into retirement, early retirement, you could be 55, 56, 57, 58, and that's very different than retiring at 62 to 65. Mm-hmm. Um, those are many years you have to cover but for. But are you ready for it at age 56, Correct. 55, or yep. whatever you, you And you're that. missing those peak earning years. And that's, um, yeah, and that's where the planning comes in. You know, we we want you to give our office a call and start working with you you know several years before you retire if you don't have a plan if you haven't gone through that process we can help take you through that process to get a plan in place just in case now we just found out a stat it happens to half of the people they retire before you know they anticipated retiring can so I need a ray of sunshine and and throw a curveball at you here uh Planning for the unexpected. What if the unexpected happens? What if it's a good thing? What if you, your job, you get a massive promotion? You're making more than you did. You switch careers. Um, that's unexpected as well. And you've got more money than you thought. You still need to plan around that, Marie. Definitely. You still need a plan to get you through you know, all the new things that are coming and then also to plan for the obstacles that might come in the future or most likely will yeah, come. I mean, it's good news, but honest, still, yeah. you must plan. Yes. Right. Um, so going back to the stat, they said the leading indicator or the leading reason why um, forced or early retirement was obviously due to job loss. And then the second one was health health issues. So something happens unexpectedly to you or your spouse. 
um, and you have to exit the workforce. That's the scariest one of all, I think. Yes. The fear of the unknown. We are, are we one medical bill away from personal bankruptcy in many cases? You yes. You just never know. You never know. And so going back to the steps that it's important to take um, when or if this happens to you, and the big one is evaluating the severance package and pension options. Um, healthcare is going to be a really important one to look at. And just like what you mentioned before is that one bill that could really deviate your whole plan or bankrupt your plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you want to focus on, do you have Col- Well, most likely you'll have Cobra, but how long is Cobra going to last? Um, is it a good opportunity to join a spouse's healthcare plan? Um, and most importantly, how much is it going to cost? What does that look like? Medicare is what, Joe, 65? 65, correct. Yeah, so if you do leave your job earlier than that and you've got full benefits, you, you've got to figure something out. Yep, so private health care until 65. And that's going to be the biggest expense in retirement. I mean, prior to retirement, very, very expensive. But then while you're in retirement, big, big expense as yeah. well. Um, and then another thing I wanted to mention is I've noticed um, some employers have specific health care accounts, and each one calls it something different. But um, know what is available to you. Um, some of these I'm thinking of, they have the opportunity to, to use this money specifically for healthcare premiums or health insurance premiums. And that's a pretty powerful thing to include into a retirement plan and really to be able to figure out, can you stay retired or do I have to go back to work? Um, so like I mentioned before, really diving into what healthcare looks like um, in your severance package. And I would make one other point uh, to consider when, when the unexpected happens, there could be a lot of emotion in that situation and it's very difficult because all those things marie just talked about all those decisions that you have to make and to do it in an emotional state is very difficult uh and that that's why it's important to to give our office a call and we'll help we we help clients every day through all of these very complicated financial situations to make sure that you're doing those things that are in the most you know financial sense um, in helping you through an emotional time. We haven't even really mentioned COVID throughout this whole conversation. You throw that into the conversation. You've got many furloughs that were unexpected. You've got many jobs that are just, okay, I'm working at home for now, but there's a big question mark. Will this continue? Am I going back in the office? Can I count on being here three, four, five years from now? What if you're an old guy like me, right? 54 years old. It's hard to switch gears and start a brand new career that I've been in for 30 years, Joe. Right. And do something else. Does it happen? Sure. Every day people switch careers. Right. But it's challenging and it's emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, going back to the, you know, you're at your peak earning years and furthering your career than most definitely is more challenging to find a new job. Um, but the one thing you can look at in some of those packages include outplacement resources. And so you can work with the outplacement agency to help build a resume. Um, also work with employers that are looking for um, new employees as well. So that's an important thing to look for as well. Uh, again, I'm being an optimist here. <laughs> Maybe if you did your planning properly, you might be able to do a retirement that was earlier than you had planned right. maybe 15, 10 years ago. Yeah. Absolutely. And and one other thing to consider, I know we're going to break, um, is right now the situation with the schools. And our younger individuals with younger families, if those kids can't go back to school full time, that's going to have a major impact on the workforce. I still don't know I, how parents do it. My, my girls are 24 and 22. So I didn't have to worry about 
but last, last March when this happened, they were homeschooling the kids, and now some are going to continue in the fall. How long does it last? Right. Does it take one income out of the household? It might. It that's, might, that's and huge. that's going to impact your planning. You know, or if you got um, early retirement, you could step in and help out with the kids. That could be a great opportunity too. Positive yeah, like side. I said, thank goodness my children yeah. are early. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, they're 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 older, I should say, and it didn't happen earlier. But again, for those parents that are going through this, this is real life. These things happen. It's the unexpected. You just never know. Right. So whether it's the election, whether it's a job loss or a job switch, switching uh, careers, like I mentioned. Uh, to meet with somebody at the Cowell Investment Group. Marie, what's the best way to reach out? I'll give your website, thecowellway.com. Otherwise, give us a call at 262-522-4040. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Um, we have great market commentary on there as well for, to help you guys keep up to date. And, of course, you two, along with other staff members, John White, Aaron Spitzner, Aaron Kowal, Jeff Kowal, the business reports, market updates are twice a day on WISN during the Mark Belling Show, during the Vicki McKenna Show in Madison on WIBA. This sat, uh, this Wednesday, there is a 6 p.m. Uh, it's an Aurora webinar, and it's the 9th, 19th? Maybe? Correct. So it's 6 p.m. Correct. Wednesday, August 19th at 6 p.m. Call the office or check out the website, thecoalway.com, to get registered um, for that webinar. Okay, let's take in a quick break. WISN's Retirement Clinic uh, on every Saturday morning. Also on in Madison on WIBA with Joe Still and Marie McFarland. I'm Paul Cronforst. We'll be right back. with the Retirement Clinic, WISN Milwaukee, WIBA Madison. Every Saturday, Joe Still and Marie McFarland from the Kowal Investment Group are today's hosts. Boy, we covered a lot of territory about what to do with if the election goes maybe the way you don't want it to. And a lot of our listeners, that's it's a <laughs> we don't know which way you want it to go. We talked about history. doesn't really matter. You know, other things matter, of course, but... Now, that being said, Joe, a topic that you want to talk about is what about retirement and getting rid of debt? Off the air, you and I talked about mortgages. Correct. Um, you've got a whole approach about that, and I'm sure your clients probably talk about that on a daily basis. Yes, and over the last few months, I've probably talked to 10 to 12 clients about either do I take my retirement money and pay off my mortgage? Um, do I take money out of my retirement accounts to pay for a new car, um, a home improvement? You know, how do I approach this situation? And so very common. And with interest rates as low as they are, you know, you, you know this, Paul, because uh, you're tied into the housing market in your family. Yes. It's the housing market is crazy right now. Yes, it is. Um, and it's because money is extremely cheap. A 30-year fixed-rate mortgage, now, give or take a, a, a fraction, is right around 3%. Right. And in some cases, under 3 A 15-year fixed-rate, around 26 Historically, Joe, that's unbelievably cheap money went from a borrowing aspect. Right. So the way we look at it as advisors is purely from an economic standpoint. If I have money in a retirement account that's on average, earning 6% a year after fees, um, and I'm paying a mortgage that's, say, at, let's just go high. Let's say it's at 4%. 
why would you take money that's earning 6% to pay off debt that you're paying 4%? Mathematically, it just doesn't add up. Yeah, it doesn't does, make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. You're but, better. I, but emotions come into play. Yeah, very good point. There is, There are decisions that make economic sense, and there are decisions that make emotional sense. And we've... We make a recommendation, but we also have to look at what's important to the client. And as I mentioned before, you know, if, if a client can't sleep at night because they feel like they're taking too much risk in the market, the same applies to, you know, we're going to change that allocation, but the same applies to, to debt. If they can't stand looking at this debt on the books, then pay it off. Well, how should you pay it off? Now, should mortgage you... is just one aspect of our debt. Right. Right. We've got all sorts right. of debt. Right. You might have a car loan. Yeah. And so the, the question becomes, okay, if, if we do decide that we want to pay this debt off, what's, where, where should we get the money to pay it off? And, and do we take it out of our retirement account? Do we take it out of savings? So that's one question. So when we look at that, if I have money sitting in a savings account... Does it make sense to drain that to pay off a debt? Well, what would be the alternative? You, if you have that money sitting there as an emergency fund, just in case the, you know, the water heater goes, whatever it is, probably doesn't make a lot of sense to drain that savings account. Um, we always recommend at least three to six months of living expenses sitting fund, in cash. Right? Emergency fund. Yeah. That's a very important part of the financial and retirement plan. So would highly recommend against that. Even though, let's say you're earning very low in that savings account, that's there for a very specific reason. Mm -hmm. um, so let's go uh, on the other side. Okay, if, if, um, if you have plenty of money in your savings, and a lot of people do because of COVID, they could not go out and do things. Savings rates were up, you know, in some estimates, 30%. And I'll use my parents as an example. They um, have a lake home that they live on in Michigan. Their savings went way up during COVID because they didn't do anything. They didn't, uh, think about going out to eat dinner. Just you right. add up those right. expenses right. Right. on a monthly basis. They called me and said, hey, um, our savings account's way up. You know, call it, we have you know, this amount of money left on our mortgage. And they didn't have a whole lot, only a couple of years left. Do we and pay I'm like, it off? and they said, do we pay it off? And I'm like, well, what's your interest rate? Well, you know, it's 2.8%. Well, what are you earning on that savings account? You know, half a percent, if that. Yeah. I said, pay it off. And yeah. what was awesome for them, they were so excited because just over the years, they've moved a few homes, they built a home, they, um, they had never outright owned own a, a home. home. It's like paying off your car for the first yeah. time. If you've experienced, it's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Marie, I'll ask you this. Do you, that's a savings account that's earning a low rate, right? Do you hesitate though, to take money out of a 401k plan or an IRA? That's entirely different, right? Yeah. I would say that's entirely different. And it goes back to what Joe had mentioned before. Uh, mathematically, most likely it's not going to make sense 
but emotionally it might make sense for that person. So truly, again, wrapping it all up, I would say you work with your advisor on what's best mathematically for you to do to pay off the mortgage, if that's important to you. And then also take emotions in consideration too. Is it just, I can sleep better at night because my mortgage is gone, that debt's off the table. You know, then of course we're going to attack that and make sure we take it from the appropriate account. Am I generalizing and saying that as you get older and closer to retirement, much or most of your debt is getting paid off? Not just the mortgage, but other things as well? Most likely. When you're yeah. 28 years old, it's a different thing. Correct. Right? You got all kinds of debt, right? You use a credit card for more things. If you're in your 30s, you might have kids that are getting older. Now you're talking about college tuition and all kinds of debt. Correct. But as you get near retirement, a lot of that debt is going away. Correct. Yeah. And generationally speaking, I feel like most people in retirement or nearing retirement, they hate debt. Um, and I think going back to you know years back, interest rates were triple, quadruple what they are today. So I feel like your experience really dictates how you feel about debt. Um, and so I would say that you know it truly does determine or depend on who the person is and what I their feelings it is are. Generational, you're yeah. exactly right. I had a grandfather that said, "Pay your pay off everything first before you even dare think about spending it on anything, a luxury item, a remodeling job." Your parents could have said, "Do we put on a new debt?" By the way, the home remodeling business is booming right now, right. Joe. Right. Because we're not taking those big vacations. Yeah. yeah, but that that begs another question. So let's say you're in retirement and you want to make a big purchase whether it's a new vehicle, whether it's a home remodel, I think you take the same approach. And you say, okay, um, let's say I want to uh, I want to improve my home and it's going to cost me $75,000. I own my home outright. I don't want to go into debt, but where is the money coming from? If you're going to take it out of your IRA and pay taxes on that, in addition to losing that earning power, that you know, in, in your return, let's say let's say it's four percent. Um, why would you do that when when money is so cheap right now? You could get loan. a home equity loan yes. or just take another mortgage out and have plenty of equity, and 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 the interest rate would be you know you talked about it before. Probably under three percent, most yeah, likely. That's a good point. And so, you know, I helped a, a client recently, you know, run the numbers, and she wasn't even looking at she, you know, she said, "Well, I, I think I just want to take it out of my IRA." And I said, "Okay, let's let's look at it and let's let's consider our alternatives." And so, you know, it it you need to to go through and run the numbers, and then figure out what makes the most sense. You know, and, and as, as Marie said, sometimes it's economic sense, but you cannot put strain on your budget. You do not want to do that by taking a ton of money out of your retirement funds, out of your nest egg that you need to That's, live on. That nest egg. I, I mean, I just remember always having the mentality, don't touch my 401k unless I absolutely have to, like an emergency of some sort. Right. Yeah. And uh, then yeah. I think uh, another thing I've noticed you know, like Joe had mentioned, helping a client figure that out. Sometimes it's not either or. Sometimes it's a combination of both. You know, so you take a portion and you leverage the debt, and then you also take a portion from the account. 
Um, I think that's a powerful thing, too, to be able to say, okay, I can do both. It's not either or and really create the best financial and emotional situation for um, the debt you're either taking on or paying off. I don't think Joe's parents are alone. I think a lot of Americans have, if you're not going out to dinner and face it, four people at a nice restaurant, that's two, $220 with gratuity and right. and drinks and wine. You're not doing that on a regular basis. You're not flying your kids mm-hmm. on a vacation, wherever that may be. Or in general, you're just not spending as much. So we're saving more. Right. It's not a bad thing. No, and and honestly, right now might be a great time to take out that car loan. If you if you've built up your savings, you have plenty of money for your emergency fund, and you could get rid of a car loan that you're paying four percent on. Yeah. You know, taking money that is earning a half a percent and paying off a loan that's costing you four percent, that's a good deal. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Yes. Joe just conv- I'm getting a new Tesla. You just convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I get line for a Tesla, right? Absolutely. Man. Yeah. So uh, a lot of good points you guys talked about with a lot going on, the uncertainty, the election in the future. We'll kind of wrap it all up when we come back. Uh, a lot of things going on too at the Cowall Investment Group. And Marie just simply put, if I want to reach out and talk to an advisor, maybe I've never done that ever in my life, but I need some help. I can go to your website or I can call you. Yes, you can call us at 262-522-4040. And then, of course, go to the website, thecowalway.com. And then browse our um, website as well as check out LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, too. Yeah, a lot of good stuff on your website. There's good information, educational, plus pictures of the staff and good stuff like that. It's uh, thekowalway.com, K-O-W-A-L, thekowalway.com. On the Retirement Clinic today, Marie McFarland, Joe Still are your hosts. They join me. I'm Paul Cronforst. We'll be right back. Back with... The Retirement Clinic on WISN and WIBA. Joe Still, Marie McFarlane. A good show, Marie. We touched on so many topics. The the one you brought up about the unexpected. Um, what if you lose your job? Things like that. Yeah, so I wanted to just make one last point. Um, you know, if that does happen to you or you've had a forced early retirement or you unexpected to lose your job or you're taking on a new job in the, the positive note, uh, it's best to reach out to a financial advisor and really create your retirement plan. What a great opportunity. And then you can ultimately decide, do I need to go back to work or can I stay retired? Um, so give our office a call at 262-522-4040 and you can get our complimentary retirement review um, or also visit us at com. All over social media as well, LinkedIn and Twitter. And, and Joe, you talked about the election that's looming, right? The primary now behind us. It was this last week, Tuesday. November election is on a lot of people's minds thinking maybe it's going to make a big impact on the economy, but history indicates maybe it won't. Yeah. You know, the the key is don't, you know, be too fearful of the market, you know, going into a bear market again and correcting like it did uh, in March. Um, you know, and, and long look at the long term. Don't be focused on the short term. Do not base your investment and portfolio management decisions on predictions uh, because you're you're going to lose a lot of money. Or Facebook posts by your friends. Right. Yes. Right. Are right. you officially out of the bear market now? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah. And, uh, and you know, th- there could be some volatility in the market. We know it's going to go up and down a little bit, but that's normal. That's That's a normal part of the market. Do not base your investment decisions on what you think might happen in the election and what you think the new candidate, the new potential candidate right. might 
the policies they might put in place. Well, let's just face it. Let's just say Biden, right? A lot of people. Oh, I don't. Right. I don't want him to win. I don't like. I don't like the guy. Whatever your politics, put that aside. Right. And and don't freak out the day after when it comes time to your your future, your financial future. Correct. Take right. a big deep breath, everybody. Collectively, yep. America, take yes. a big deep breath. <laughs> yes. Good show today, you guys. Maria McFarland, Joe Still, thank you for being here on this Saturday. And, of course, to reach out to the Cowell Investment Group, Marie, let's give out your phone number and website once again. Yeah, so you can reach us at com, And then also you can give us a call at 262-522-4040. We thank you for joining us on the Retirement Clinic, both in Madison on WIBA and WISN Milwaukee. Stay tuned, your Fox 6 forecast and your weekend news straight ahead.